Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, freedom to retire. Volatility of the stock market, it has continued. Interest rates are at a 22-year high. But Wealth Advisor Eddie Gabor tells Fox Business that is actually presenting an opportunity to get savings rates that are, well, they're actually beating inflation. We've been forced to take unnecessary risks because rates were at 0% for years. Now investors and retirees especially can take a percentage of their portfolio, get a nice handsome yield that covers the cash flow needs that they need to maintain their standard of living and take the remaining portion of their portfolio in this uncertain time and take risk there. So you can take lower risk, in our opinion, and still achieve the goals that you need financially. This is a change that I welcome. I think rates should stay where they are. Investors should get paid to save money. So Jim, what do you think of this strategy? Are there savings vehicles that you like as part of a portfolio right now? Well, Chris, if you go to Google and you type in and ask Google what the current rate of inflation is, you'll see right around 3.6% currently, Mm -hmm. which is a great deal lower than the 8% range we were experiencing last year. Definitely. And I've spoken with a lot of folks that are so happy. I mean, just elated to be earning uh, 4% in these high yield savings accounts or these money market accounts. And, and look, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade here on this beautiful Saturday morning, but, but earning 4% on your money these days is really no different than earning 1% on your money a couple of years back when inflation was very, very low. Just because you're earning 4%, that's great, but that means you're just breaking even with inflation. <laughs> you aren't really gaining any purchasing power on your money. It, the real issue is for folks that have large amounts of money in these checking accounts and savings accounts at the banks, uh, they may be only earning maybe 1% in, in interest. And that's the real problem because you could be losing a significant amount of purchasing power each and every year, especially in these times of the, the high inflation. And, you know, the, the folks that I chat with who have these larger amounts in the bank um, where they're barely earning uh, any interest, there's a lot of people out there and there's a lot of people that moved into these stable value funds in their 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, when I when I ask them, hey, why aren't you shifting it into some of the higher interest rate bearing accounts? Uh, because not all banks are paying those higher rates. You have to you know kind of look out for them and find them. Uh, one of the main responses I, I received back is that people say they're, Jim, I'm just too busy. I'm doing a million other things. And, and look, I get it. it, it it's difficult to, to juggle a, a busy work schedule, which can be demanding and you know, spending time with the family, which we have to find time for that. And, and then we also have to have some downtime. We have to have some rest and relaxation and vacations and all that. It, it's time consuming. Um, but the nice thing is that with all of these FDIC insured online banks, you don't even need to leave your home anymore or your office. You could set it up in 10 minutes. You link your bank account right up to the, uh, to the online bank and could, with the click of a mouse, you can shift money back and forth. And, and look, there's still plenty of these brick and mortar uh, banks uh, mm-hmm. out there that offer these high yield savings account uh, rates. And we're talking about for your short term funds. So there's really no excuse. I, I just want all of my listeners to be keeping up 
with inflation at, at the very minimum, Chris. Because that's the thing is that, you know, the, the buying power of your dollar, regardless of how the market performs, the buying power of your dollar as it stands today is going to diminish over time. Inflation has always been a factor. And I want to touch on something really quick. We'll get back to the, the topic at hand. But you mentioned having the busy schedule. I don't think anyone understands the concept of a busy schedule better than Jim Cipriati, who is working. I, I feel like it's around the clock. I mean, I mean, six o'clock in the morning all the way up till 10 o'clock. He doesn't keep the banker's hour. So if you have questions and concerns, I just want to go ahead and, and let you know you don't have to worry about, you know, taking time off from your nine to five. Uh, he, he'll find a time that'll work for you. And best of all, thanks to these advances of technology, you know, Zoom meetings and things like that. He has two offices, yes, but also any, any place that you've got that connection, you know, you can do it from the comfort of your home. But I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, but let's get back to this, you know, because people do need to, like you said, they don't need to just break even with inflation. They need to outpace it to make sure that their retirement savings go the distance. Exactly. And I'm up to seven days a week now, oh my working, gosh. Which, much to the chagrin of my wife. But <laughs> anything, anyway, uh, you know, one of the things that I want to uh, point out uh, in addition to all of that is, you know, I've been interacting over the years of, of being here on, on 1210 and just interacting with hundreds and hundreds of people uh, that have been listeners. I noticed a large percentage of my listeners shifted into cash and money markets and other secure positions within their 401ks and elsewhere when Biden got elected into office a couple mm -hmm. of years ago, I hear it. It's like a broken right. Jim, I got nervous. I put the money there. <laughs> and how can you blame them? I, I don't blame them one bit. I, I don't even think the Democrats got a warm and fuzzy feeling with with their money, um, with where the, the market could be heading with with him leading the country. But uh, um, take a step back, though, from all of that. And imagine if we got out of the market. Every time a Democrat was elected into the White House, mm -hmm. we would have missed out during the, the, the big tech boom during the 90s of the Clinton years. Um, and don't forget when when Obama got into office, uh, he got in right after the 2008, 2009 crash. That's right. And he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. So I don't give him one ounce of credit for the market recovery after 2008. It just kind of had nowhere to go but up after that. <laughs> uh, but imagine if we were sitting on the sidelines during all of the Obama years, just because we didn't like the, you know, the, the president or his ideas or where he, we thought he was going to lead the country, we would have missed out on a massive amount of recovery. Mm -hmm. And even with the Biden presidency, the market is still up substantially. But what it boils down to is that for folks who are in their in their early 60s, maybe even mid to late 60s, early 70s, uh, we don't want to be missing out and sitting on the sidelines if there is, in fact, more significant growth. You could be leaving lots of money on the table. Mm -hmm. One of the hardest things to do is to figure out when to get back in to the market um, once you once you pull out. But here's the good news. Luckily, these big financial institutions they understand that there's millions of Americans that are sitting on the sidelines right now because they're nervous about when to get back in. And, it, you know, look, it's not that people are thrilled about collecting the, these smaller interest rates. Yeah, three, four percent in these stable value accounts. It's, it's OK. It's not thrilling uh, for most of the folks in those accounts. It's more about preserving what you have, even if it means collecting those smaller rates. So what these companies have done They've created financial instruments that are designed specifically for your goals, uh, you know, especially if you're on the conservative side of the investment risk tolerance spectrum. They're, they're designed to keep your principal, your money, 100 percent protected against the market ever going down. And they even offer uh, many of these things offer these minimal rates of interest in the event that the market doesn't go up. So if you hold your account until the end of the term, 
really everyone comes out a winner. And there's plenty of instruments out there where your principal is protected that also offer just a regular flat interest rate. You can get as high as five and a half, six percent now with no annual fees. Uh, and, and, you know, these are things that you want to be discussing with your financial professional and to, you know, see what's right for you. Um, and as a fellow 1210 WPHT listener, uh, look, I would love to chat with each and every one of you. Uh, it's true. Uh, if I had the time, I, I would really do it. Uh, even with seven days a week, I'm finding it hard to chat with everybody I want to. But if you're looking for, for information, if you're looking to get the ball rolling and just to get some ideas flowing on what sort of financial vehicles might be best to slowly maybe get some of your funds off of the sidelines and into something you know, decent that you're comfortable with, uh, baby steps we're talking about, you want to start getting a feel for what types of financial instruments are out there in order to get your funds on a better path for longer term growth. Uh, what I suggest is reaching out to my office right now and we could set up a complimentary consultation. It's gonna be with me personally. Uh, we could do it over the phone, just have a quick chat. We could do a Zoom, like a video conference sort of thing, or we can meet in my Radnor, Pennsylvania office or my Marlton, New Jersey office. So the number to call right now to set up a chat with me is 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And what's going to happen is someone from my team will take down your name and your phone number and they'll set up a time for us to chat uh, later this upcoming week so I can get to know your situation a little bit better and make some suggestions for you. All complimentary. The number one last time, 610-894-7415, Chris. Because admittedly, you know, the 3%, 5% is not sexy. Let's call it what it is. But, you know, it's better than the, the 0% you're getting if you are, in fact, on the sidelines. And there is something to be said about consistency. If you're, if you're continuing to get that, you know, regardless of what the market is doing, the ups and the downs, uh, singles and doubles. Here we are in, in baseball playoff season. You know, singles and doubles aren't glamorous, but it is what wins you championships. And that is the kind of strategy you need in your retirement plan. So to see how it all works together, 610-894-7415. But chances are you've been using the stock market to fuel your retirement savings. But what about after you leave the workforce? We recently had a chance to interview Roger Ibbotson, Emeritus uh, Finance Professor over at Yale University. Well, I've always been an advocate of buying a lot of equities, but the one time when you really have to take less risk is in those early years of retirement, because if you get hit hard, then it affects your whole retirement afterwards. So you do need to take less risk in your retirement. And the traditional way you would do that would be bonds. And bonds are in a potentially dangerous situation here. They certainly fell dramatically last year. They're down this year. So I would recommend that you look for bond substitutes, alternative products, such as annuities in different forms. So is this something that you've done with your clients, Jim? Are there, in fact, other replacements for bonds in a portfolio? Well, Chris, look, not only are these these you know heavy hitters uh, in the financial industry like Roger Ibbotson bringing to light the situation uh, that we're seeing with these problematic uh, returns of, of, of bonds, uh, it, you know, especially what clients have been earning in these bonds lately, but countless of other financial professionals have been pointing it out as well. It seems like every time I log in to look at some of these news articles written there's a bunch of industry buzz articles for financial advisors like myself to kind of read through. And um, the whole financial world has these these sorts of things. But uh, they've really just been pointing out how so many millions of Americans have these large uh, percentages of their portfolio, sometimes 30 percent, 40 percent, 50 percent or more in these bond related type funds. 
And these bond funds have just really been stuck in the mud for the past 10, 10 or more years. And this is very public information, by the way. I mean, you can go and look up the performance history of, uh, you know, going to Vanguard's website, go, you know, type in the search bar Vanguard total bond fund or look up the Ginny May, the GNMA uh, bond fund. Look up the performance over the past 10 years. You're, you're going to see the truth. These funds have only averaged about one and a half percent per year for the past 10 years. Mm. And it makes you wonder why. Why is Vanguard and Fidelity you know, directing their, their customers to put so much money um, in, in like 40 percent or 50 percent of their portfolio into these types of funds where they offer such low returns to the investors? And to make matters worse, sometimes people are working with financial advisors who are using those same exact bond funds for their clients in their portfolios, and then they're charging 1% fee. So you can see why the financial industry has been finally shedding some light on this situation, because if these bond funds are earning 1.5%, the advisor's pulling out uh, 1% or a, a half a percent right afterwards for their fee, you can see this might be leaving the investor with only about a half of 1% per year at the end of the day. And that does not seem fair at all to me, Chris. No, that's just pretty much spinning your wheels. You know, the, the saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This definitely seems like something that seems broken, but they're not fixing it. So it's, it's up to us. And, and, and you know, Roger Ibsen shining some light on this. How do we go about, you know, breaking free of this 60-40 or, you know, this, this bond uh, stranglehold? Exactly. We, we got to break free. And, I'm, uh, and I am uh, one to break free because, look, one of the main ways that I've been helping my clients over these uh, years, especially over the past year in dealing with this uh, situation, is to help clients in understanding what portion of their money has really been underperforming especially pointing out these bond funds. I, I, I met with a guy uh, in particular that's coming to mind uh, about several months ago. He came into my Radnor, Pennsylvania office. He lived right down Lancaster Ave from my office. He lived in Ardmore and he had been a, a longtime listener of our show. He had mentioned and he just felt like something was off with his investment portfolio. That's why he he reached out. He really hasn't been experienced, uh, you know, experiencing as much growth as he had been used to. And he was doing all of his investing himself before he met with me. Okay. Um, his biggest investment account, we kind of went through his little list he brought in. Biggest account was his 401k, which is quite typical. And he got some investment guidance, uh, just unofficial guidance from his coworker. Um, he said the, the guy seemed to know what he was doing, Jim, so he just copied off of his. <laughs> and a long story short, it turned out that he had 40% of his money in bond funds and other fixed income funds. Mm -hmm. But this guy had me laughing, and I uh, remember this because he said that the the wording, like the abbreviations in some of these funds were so confusing because some of them didn't mention the word bonds. Like some of these bond funds, they don't come out and just say bond fund. Like, uh, he was saying one fund, for example, said like short-term reserves. And he thought that that meant that they only keep stocks for a very short time and then they sell them, yeah, that's you know, fair. like a short term sort of thing. And mm -hmm. he didn't realize that that was bonds. And then the other one he had, it said uh, like total income core fund. So he didn't realize that these were bond funds. It doesn't say the word bond uh, oftentimes. And he had, of course, the funds that we talk about almost in every show, those target date funds. So he had the target 2025 fund. And that one has something like 35 percent in different bond funds. When you look, when you dissect the fund and look under the hood, that's what's in it. So what I was able to do for him was I was able to get him into a five-year fixed annuity 
at, with f- about 40% of that 401k account. He had around, I think it was around 650,000, I'm rounding here, 650,000 total in the 401k. 40% of that was around 260,000. So by the end of the fifth year, he should have something around 339,000 uh, for that 260. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he continued earning one and a half percent on that 260,000 and then still be hit, you know, charged with that 1% fee from his prior advisor, he may have only netted about 266,000. <laughs> so that's a difference of around $73,000 additional that he could be adding to his net worth, just writing out the five-year account that I got him into. And that's all because he took the time to give my office a call, have a couple of brief uh, meetings with me. We could have done everything. He, he came into the office, but we could have done all of that through a Zoom and, and a video conference. But look, the nice thing about the annuity, they've, they're paying the highest rates that we've seen for decades. And they pay me as the advisor. They pay me out of their pocket because there's no annual fees. Think of it like a CD. There's no annual fees in those either. And there's no, none of these upfront sales loads you know, where you, you invest 260000 but only 255 actually gets it. It's nothing like that. Very similar to how CDs work. You get whatever the rate is, and then you cash everything out free and clear after a few years, after your term is up without any of the annual uh, costs or fees or anything deducted from your money. So if you're thinking, you know what, I think I might have some of those bond funds or funds that might not be you know, gaining too much, or I might have too large of a percentage in, in these bonds, or, or look, maybe you're not sure what the heck you have. Uh, and that's many times the case there too. But you just know that your money isn't really growing as much as it used to. Um, you're someone I want to speak with right away. And I'd be happy more than happy to take a deeper dive, give you a second opinion, and I would do all of that complimentary and 100% complimentary for you. So the number to call right now to set up a time with me personally later this week, the number to call now is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. Because there could be tens of thousands or even more uh, of dollars at stake if you continue to just settle for what could be a very tough road ahead, especially as interest rates continue to rise potentially for these bond funds and this bond portion of your portfolio. So one more time, the number to call right now, 610-894-7415, Chris. And again, as Jim pointed out there, you might be in bond funds and not even know the name of it, as is the case of the gentleman he was talking about. That's the power of that second opinion, being able to shine some light on it and, and see you know, exactly what you're invested in and be able to explore other opportunities and once again, I want to reiterate that this meeting with Jim, this, this consultation, whether it is in his offices, whether it is over a Zoom, it is complimentary. So once again, 610-894-7415. You can also go to the website as well, retirereadyfg.com. When it comes to saving for retirement, it seems that we were always told the more you put in, the better. So it kind of seems like maxing out your 401k every year. Well, that would be a no-brainer. But Jim, then I read an article on The Motley Fool that said, actually, that is overrated. What are your thoughts on this? Do you agree, disagree? Uh, is there a better place for people's money? Yeah, look, Chris, I'm not even going to hide it. I'm a big believer in the power of 401ks, Chris. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look at all the market growth we've experienced here in America over the past 14 years since the 08 disaster. I yeah. mean, a lot of my clients right now at this very moment are vacationing in their dream homes up and down the East Coast, <laughs> the beaches of Hilton Head, the 
the, uh, the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I, I mean, don't even get me started on how many people were able to kind of just transition down to, to Florida. I mean, geez, that's kind of like the hub for here in the Northeast. Uh, although South Carolina, that's up there too on mm-hmm. the list. But look, for, for most folks, it, uh, it, it wasn't because they, they went to work and they just had their head down at work and just stockpiled money in a bank. It's because they took the time to get educated on how to maximize their finances and, and investments. And when it comes down to our 401k, 403b, 457, thrift savings plans, uh, and the list goes on. We just want to make sure that we're planning ahead really for two things, two things in particular. First, we need to plan for how we're going to get the money back out of this 401k. Even in your 50s, you need to start planning now for this. And the the folks who have built up some decent money, I'm talking about a few hundred grand, several hundred thousand, uh, a couple of million dollars, I don't care what your number is, uh, your job is only half done at that point because the money eventually needs to come back out and back onto your tax return. Uh, We're on the beneficiaries uh, tax returns, your sons, your daughters, which could be uh, a situation as well. Like we try to mention and warn people about on every show. So the second job, the second thing you want to be focusing on is how to position uh, either all or a portion of your 401k to provide you with the income the income that you're going to need each and every month throughout the rest of your retirement. Because, you know, remember, you might go 20, 25, or even 30 or more years without a a paycheck from work coming Mm -hmm. in. It's pretty wild to think about that, but it's true. And with the state of Social Security not looking so great, uh, we all know the the numbers, the year 2032 is when something really, uh, you know, it's going to run out or they have to make big, big adjustments, whatever it might be. Uh, down the road, that's all the more reason we need to be focused like a laser on how to best position our money for income so that we're not relying on these government programs like Social Security, Chris. And as we've seen just recently, that the government has a, a good way of kicking the can down the road until the very last minute before they make any changes. So I wouldn't expect something to break through about Social Security next year. It'd be nice, but you know, it, it just goes to show that investing, you know, that is a large part of the, the, the portion when it comes to uh, saving for retirement. But now you need to have a tax plan. You need to have an income plan. You need to have all of this together. And it can be kind of daunting to do it on your own. And, and well, quite frankly, and, and obviously I'm a little bit biased here, Jim, but, but it's not something that people should do on their own. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not, not easy, uh, all, all this planning. And, and look, it's so important. I've been a financial professional for the past 25 years. Uh, I'm an accredited investment fiduciary. I, I've witnessed firsthand what it looks like for, for, for people who thought that their 401k was going to be just, you know, uh, you know, just going to last them the rest of your, their life. Mm-hmm. Because in so many situations, like especially during those early 2000s with the dot-com bubble bursting, and then right the next year after we had September 11th in 2001, then in 2002, there we are declaring war with Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, and, and then think about the housing market disaster of 2008, 2009. Uh, you know, and, and many people, and we're talking about hardworking Uh, People just like you and I, just no different than you and I. And they did everything right. They saved as best as they could in their 401ks. We're talking about millions of Americans who saw their balances just deplete over 10 years, sometimes even more rapidly. But but the good news here is that the financial industry, they also learned a whole heck of a lot from that situation uh, from years ago. And we're talking about the big, you know, places like Vanguard and Fidelity, these big 401k companies. 
their phones were ringing off the hook with investors who were just wanting to know what to do with their money. They were looking for guidance. Uh, they were seeing their balances steadily depleting. Every statement they were getting in the mail, they were opening the statement and it was worth less and less. And I, and I know this because I have friends that worked at these big companies who were telling me, Jim, we're getting call after call with just distraught uh, investors. So yeah, you better believe there was a learning experience uh, going on here in the financial community. So what they did is they got together and they you know, sat down at these boardroom tables, countless meetings, just coming up with a better way, especially for people on the verge of retirement right now, so that they don't have to you know, hopefully repeat these, the same situation that unfolded years before. Uh, so now we have ways that exist that we can help protect principal and can also provide you with a monthly income that you can receive no matter how long you live, because people are living longer and longer, and no matter how ugly these market conditions might become in the future. And look, if you're over 59 and a half, you're likely, very likely to be eligible to roll over either all or a nice sized portion of your current 401k, even though you're still working there. So you'll still keep contributing and getting your match and doing your contributions, but you could take a portion out and do a tax-free rollover into a financial vehicle that's designed to, to build up the income um, that you're going to need later in, in retirement. And the earlier you do it, the more income they typically pay out, uh, which is nice because Social Security, look, it's not designed to be your sole source of income in retirement. I mean, think about it. We don't want to work as hard as we do. A lot of my listeners are hardworking business owners. Uh, I have a lot of union guys. I have a lot of uh, officers. And uh, look, we don't work as hard as we do just to survive off of Social Security yeah. for the rest of our life. What, what kind of retirement is that? And in addition, you know, to, to all of that to talk about the income generation, we also want to make sure we're looking at that Roth portion of our 401k. Look, most people that I've been chatting to, they have around 90% of their retirement balances in the pre-tax portion of the 401k. Only about 10% of the nest egg is going into a Roth. And it's probably in a lot of folks' best interest to begin balancing the two out a little bit better. Because look, with that Roth portion, you're gonna be pr protected in case taxes go up in the future. We already know they're going up in 2026 when these Trump tax cuts run out. But they could go up even much, much further than that to the, the rates they were back in the 1960s and 70s. Look up those tax rates. And the reason why it's, so, it's, it's on the table is because we have $32 trillion of debt here in America that needs to be addressed. We can't pretend that it doesn't exist. And in addition to all that, um, taxes possibly going up in the future, don't forget that your Roth money is not subjected to those RMD rules, the required minimum distribution. Distribution means you're getting kicked out of the IRA. You don't get kicked out of your Roth in your 70s um, like you will in that pre-tax 401k and the traditional IRAs. You let the money continue to grow tax-free. You pull the money out when you want to pull it out. Um, the third thing about the Roth is that the money that your sons, your daughters, your nieces, your nephews, whatever they inherit from your Roth IRA, that money won't need to be claimed as taxable income on their tax returns after they inherit the money. They have to claim it, but they don't have to include it as federal income taxes. Uh, so that could be a massive tax savings right there. Massive, potentially. And your kids 
after they inherit the money, they get 10 additional years afterwards to keep all of the interest, all the dividends, all the growth that that money earns without needing to pay any federal tax on those proceeds on all the earnings during that 10 year distribution phase. That could be massive. Uh, so when you add up all four of those potential benefits of Roth, these could be massive tax savers for you and your family. So look, if you feel like you're not taking advantage enough of the Roth, um, don't wait another minute on this. Get in touch with my office. What I'll do for you personally, I will run some calculations for you. And we'll, do, we'll see if you could potentially save some money in the future in taxes throughout your retirement. And the best thing is, you know, you can make any amount of money, don't forget, and you can be any age to do a conversion. This could be huge for a lot of folks, especially for folks that made a lot of money in years prior, too much money to make a regular contribution. Well, the conversion is different, guys. That's the back door, going through the back door. So yeah, call my office now. Someone from my team will take down your name and number and they'll compare our calendars and we'll have a discussion about it uh, th this upcoming week. And you'll be speaking with me personally this upcoming week. So the number to call, 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. And look, don't forget also about these, these uh, potential savings uh, by not having the money become um, onto your tax return of your sons and daughters, because that's that's the one of the big ones when we talk about the Roth the tax savings, not only during your lifetime, but how you can really potentially save big time uh, when you add in your sons and daughters savings. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non-affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative either by phone or in person.